I knew as I was sitting in the theater, I was like, I probably look yeah, fucking I'm, I'm weird right now. Yeah. <laughs> this guy in a tight ice shirt, <laughs> sitting by him lonesome, reeks of weed, <laughs> watching Storks. <laughs> Storks? I don't even know that one. What is Storks? Uh, Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. He's okay. uh, the I voice. Mean, uh, you know, they deliver babies. Yeah. And there's a mishap that happens, and they got to deliver the baby to the right person. Okay. It's exactly what it sounds like, in yeah. other words. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't good, but it, I saw it. <laughs> so I hit record in the middle of this, so I think this is. I think we're already in oh, this. Shit. <laughs> Hi, everybody. We're, we're here. We're bat rankings. We're we're doing an NPR episode. Yeah, we're just low key energy. We were just talking about going to see children's movies as an adult. <laughs> the when, Mario Brothers movie came out. Yeah, and we not, both haven't seen it yet. Yep. Yeah, and and what I've heard is if you if you have a child, in my case, a niece or a nephew, or you know, Kenny has his own kids to to bring, it will be an enjoyable experience. But what I've heard multiple people tell me is don't go see it by yourself, like without a child. It's not quite good enough to transcend being a children's movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which, you know, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it, it, it'll be fun for taking my rascal, so. Yeah. Well, I just, I should I should take my nephew. We were just, uh, as, as you came in, we were just playing Super Mario World. Noise. For the Super Nintendo. Yeah, he's, uh, my brother-in-law, being the mensch that he is, got his kids a <laughs> physical OG Super Nintendo <coughs> console and some games ah. and... Then, so, you know, he introduced them, and I got them little, like, like what I got you, the little emulation yes, handhelds. Yeah. yeah, I got uh, slightly sturdier ones for children. Okay. Because, <laughs> yeah, the, I, I had one just like the one that I got you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's called a Miu Mini for anybody in the audience who knows what the heck I'm talking about. Just a little tiny. It's got, like, a 2.8-inch mm-hmm. LCD screen, and it's, it's like a Game Boy, but teeny tiny, and it plays. It color. Yep, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and it plays PS1, Super Nintendo Genesis, Game Gear, Game Boy, Color, and Advance. Yeah. And you just you load all your ROM files onto an SD card, and welcome to the Seven Seas, kids. It's piracy. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> but, yeah, the one that I got for, for Kenny for Christmas last year birthday was, uh, it's, that's the one you get for an adult friend, because yeah. it is it is fragile. I had one, and then I let my nephew play it, uh, and he dropped it, and the screen broke. Yeah. <laughs> so I got him a slightly different model that is built like a Fisher-Price toy, just in the best possible, like, yeah, Smart. throw this down the stairs, pick it back up, it'll be fine. Yeah, that's a good call on that. <laughs> and yeah, he has gotten, he gets, you know, little kids, he's like eight years old, nine years old, they get, they get frustrated with games. Yeah. He has apparently slammed his emulator on the table. <laughs> And it's come back for more punishment. So I, I told him, dude, I'm I'm not here to lecture you, but that was your Christmas present. You're not getting another one if that uh, one breaks. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yep. <laughs> but uh, yes, well, welcome back to Bat Rankings. Justice, Justice Rank- Rankings. Okay, we're doing. We're, we're in this. Welcome to Justice Rankings, where you can come for justice. We're safe from the league. I'm your head scientist, Ben Creighton, with me as always. Hey, it's Kenny Wendorski. I feel like we already did our cold oil. I don't know. What's, yeah, what's going we did on with you? Did, did we do it? Did we? Is it all right? I don't want to have any exciting stories. It's just yeah. work is work. Yep. Yep. Nothing really. Haven't seen any movies. That's why yep. I wanted to see the Mario movie. Yep. Yep. Oh, I'm going to see ABBA on Friday. Take a chance on me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
How did that come about, and how much did your wife have to do with it? No, it's funny. Uh, <laughs> or was it? It's your mother-in-law who always wins the movie tickets, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, she did. She did. <laughs> I would um, go see ABBA if somebody. I, I, I wouldn't log on to Ticketmaster and buy an ABBA ticket, but if somebody handed me an ABBA ticket, she won too. I like ABBA just fine. I'll watch ABBA. I'm gonna. Yeah. yeah. There was one time. Remember uh, when we saw Weird Al? She won yeah. three uh, Louis Black tickets. That's right. <laughs> I was like, hey, do you want one of these? <laughs> but uh, we did my ancestry. I've always been curious. I don't really know much about my my family, and I am Swedish. Yo, that's right. So as a joke, my mother-in-law bought me ABBA tickets. And, <laughs> So Shannon, thank you so much. I'm gonna go see Abba. <laughs> you eat those delicious gummy fish that they yeah, sell. I, I actually don't like those. <laughs> it's funny. It. I, I've been learning fun words like smorgasbord. <laughs> it's a smorgasbord, well, everybody. You're allowed to do that. I can't do that, or it's very racist. But you're allowed to do that. So all my life, I've had Polish jokes. Everyone's <laughs> made fun of me because of my Polish last name, and that seems like it's been wasted. <laughs> All these years. As I recall, in high school, at one point, I made a Polish joke, and you, because you were always making Polish jokes, so I yeah. figured it was cool. Yeah. And I think I only realized you, you weren't mean about it or anything, but I remember you kind of like grumbling, like, eh, more Polish jokes, like, oh, okay. That's a thing that Kenny's sick of, and he makes the joke to, to try and preempt uh, others not to incur. Okay. It's, yeah. <laughs> You get them all the time, but yeah. nah, Swedish jokes, so hurl them my way, my friends. Well, you, you know what? It's it's the perfect time to discover it because you, we're, we we both just hit 40, uh, 41. Yeah? And so, you know, you had 40 years of Polish jokes. You'll have another 40 of uh, of Swedish jokes, and then you'll be dead. Yeah? <laughs> it's, it's a circle of life, bro. <laughs> exactly. The, the And then my son and daughter will carry on the Irish jokes. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> I, I mean, being the, the redheads, I'm surprised you never got those. People yeah. just assume. I have. Yeah, I'm a lot Irish, too. All right. So <laughs> that would explain the, the alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> But speaking of <laughs> speaking of racism, neither of us are Greek. We are not. But who is a Roman? Uh, Greek, Amazonian. Okay. <laughs> we watched Paradise Lost we today. Did. Yeah. It's, uh, this is our big Wonder Woman-centric episode. We're finally going to learn what her deal is. Her deal is the, the bullshit God of War version of Greek history. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a big hurricane. Yep. And uh, our famous guy, uh, last name Carr. Snapper Carr. Thank you for remembering the... <laughs> Anytime we see a reporter, it's always Snapper Carr. Snapper Carr. Snapper Carr is giving us the lowdown. It's a huge hurricane. There's emergency vehicles only allowed on the roads. Yeah. Fire truck is going down the road and they get the little, you know, beep on the radio. Hey, go so-and-so. And, and uh, uh-oh, a stop sign goes right through the windshield. It's such a strong storm. The stop sign gets ripped out of its uh, pole and goes flying down the street right into the windshield. The fire truck's falling off a bridge. And this is when Superman and Wonder Woman have to swoop in and save the day. <laughs> yeah, uh, and Superman... I love Superman, but he just seems a little weaker than the norm. Uh, he really does, yeah. And you know what? The, the writers have straight up cop to, yeah, we we had to weaken him down. Okay. If there are seven of these guys flying around. He can't be as strong as he was depicted in Superman the Animated Series. He, he's struggling. Or he would just handle everything. Yeah. Uh, now, he <laughs> one of the guys falls out of the fire truck, so he's holding him while holding up the fire truck. So he's... He is multitasking. 
Yep. A lot going on, and he's not doing great. Luckily, there's a lasso, and it's held by our Wonder Woman. Yep, so she they, they've double-teamed this problem. Wonder Woman's handling the truck. Superman's handling the guy who had fallen out of the windshield. They get him to safety. They... There's a a girl stuck up a tree. I'm not sure yeah. how that happened. <laughs> she was just climbing trees in the middle of a hurricane. Remember that Simpsons joke? Sheltering myself with a large piece of sheet metal, I ran for cover under the tallest tree I could find. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, she needs to be saved, and Wonder Woman, luckily, is there. Yep, saves her, her, takes her home to mommy, and the the, the child is, is as a child would do. Mommy, mommy, I love you, mommy. I love... The, the, the bond between a daughter and a mother is a sacred thing that must be honored, and Wonder Woman says, oh, I left on bad terms with my mother. Yeah, she's not paying attention. A light pole is about to land on top of her. Superman, luckily, saves her from it and says... Hey, you're not paying attention. What's going on? And Wonder Woman's like, well, I was watching the little dramatic scene over here of the mother-daughter, and I started thinking about my own mom. What do you think I should do? And Superman's like, tell her the truth. You're partying with us. (laughs) You're hanging out with the Justice League, and you're saving lives. Yep. Uh, Maybe it's time to go home and try to mend fences. And Wonder Woman says, you're right. Can you handle the rest of this hurricane? I mean, are you guys... Because I'm going to leave right, right now, literally right now. Yeah. And she does. She does. She takes one of the jets. Yep. One, one of, of our fancy new buy this toy jet. Yep. Butt plug uh, class shuttlecraft. Do you and... think they made a toy out of that? Oh, I'm sure they okay. did. They are. We we do get a name for them this time. I'm going to keep calling them butt plugs, but okay. uh, they are called the javelins. The javelin. Yeah. Okay. Is the name of this class of craft. God, that... I'm not going to remember that. I know I'm. <laughs> yeah, me neither. So they're shaped like they're shaped like butt plugs. It's, it's fine. Uh, she's flying that. She's going back home and she's rehearsing what I'm, she's gonna say to her mom like hey your mom i was in my room <laughs> uh hey your mom no i i i did it to save the day it's what we should do you know just rehearsing yep different ways she might approach it you know from apologetic to defiant to making excuses she's just she's nervous she's it, not sure how to it's handle gonna it gonna be tense but don't worry about it because there's Chaos everywhere. Oh, the whole island's on fire. What a relief. Jeez, there's a there's like rubble, there's there's uh destruction, fire, yep. uh ashes, uh, it, looking around, and then there's ladies frozen. Yep, and they are they're petrified, they're turned to stone, all the other Amazons on the island, which by the way, did you think you were gonna get an explanation for why there's an island of Amazons? Because you're not. No. No. Or why it's all ladies, or why they dress this way, why the island's invisible. Yep. I I don't think we even get firmly established that the island's invisible. We, we're kind of bringing that yeah, in from that's a good point. the Patty Jenkins movie and comic book lore and various other adaptations. Yeah. Like, as far as we're to understand going into this, Themyscira is the name of this island. Yeah. Amazon Island. Uh, as far as I know, they've just been living openly as part of the world community. Like, there's, you know, there's France and England and the U.S. and yeah. and the island of the Amazons where they ride around on Pegasi and are, are buddies with the Greek gods. It's just I mean, an established fact there of are life. Weirder thing. Yeah, I've been studying North Korea. There's weird shit out there's, there. There's weird shit in the world. So uh, she's hit and she's like, holy crap, I need to help people. And people are frozen in stone. And then, <gasps> what about mom? Oh, we gotta go check on mom. Mom's a frozen stone statue too. God damn it! Who did all of this? Oh, it must be this guy in this evil cloak, and he is. It's, there's a guy with an evil cloak, and 
Wonder Woman has to fight him with punchings. He shoots lasers at her. Luckily, she's got them bracelets. She's able to deflect them. Uh, The fight ensues, and luckily, or not luckily, it, it basically ends with her saying, Who are you? What have you done? What's going on? Oh, hi. Allow me to introduce myself. I'm uh, Felix Faust, evil sorcerer. Uh, I I am doing a JRPG quest. I'm doing a Legend of Zelda. I need to collect the the four plot coupons. Yes. That, that form the Triforce. Mm-hmm. It'll give me a wish or something. Don't worry about it. The point is the Amazons had one. And I showed up and said very nicely, May I have your magical MacGuffin that I need for legitimate purposes, and they said no, so I turned them to stone, and now they are stone. So, so I can undo this. I totally can. And to prove stuff. it, I'll do it right now. Here's your mom. Yep. And he pulls out this, uh, I, I looked this up, there's a name for it, which I'm not going to try to pronounce, but this amulet that he pulls out is a real thing from Greek mythology. Oh. It's got a gorgon head, like a Medusa yeah. snake hair lady head on it. That this was something that was purportedly worn by Zeus and Hera as a, like, good luck charm or amulet of protection. But when this Faust guy uses it, uh, he chants some zibbity-bobbity magical spell, and Hippolyta, that is Wonder Woman's mother, comes back to life. Hey, how's it going, daughter? How's... Oh, no. What's happening? Everybody's... Oh, everybody's stoned. This is real bad. (laughs) (laughs) And boom, she gets... She gets stoned again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so we know what does it. Yep. And he makes it uh, disappear in his hand. So she can't like just, you know, grab it from his pocket or something. He, he can only he can summon this gauntlet. Yes. So he says, I'll tell you what. You go get the things I need. The yep. MacGuffins. Yep. Go, go get some MacGuffins. You get bring, them all for Uncle Faust. You bring them back to me. I unfreeze everybody. Mutually happy. Everybody's cool. Everybody wins. And to, to show that I'm a cool guy, I'm going to give you these crystals that'll home in on the MacGuffins. Yes. This is such a Legend of Zelda <laughs> plot. Yeah. <it's, laughs> the crystals will glow when you're getting close to your object. Yes. Take them. And, oh, clock's a ticking. I've got a uh, magical hourglass of sand. You have 24 hours to give us our money. And to show you we're serious, you have 12 hours. Yes! <laughs> and so, Wonder Woman, who wants to punch him real hard in the face. But then her mom's stoned forever. Lowers her fist. You don't want a mom that's perma-stoned. It's, no. You know, it's fun for the first day or two. And then mm-hmm. after that, she's she's eating your food. And I mean, eventually you got to go to work. You got bills to pay, yo. Yeah, seriously. Like we we all love having fun on the weekends, but just you know, yeah, chill with it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, mom. God dang it. <laughs> we got to drive cars, so <laughs> yeah. That's not sa- look. Yeah, I know it got legalized in Themyscira last year, and yo, yeah. we we all overindulged for a while, but sure. now it's time to be responsible adults and only be stoned on the weekend. There, that's right. Yeah. So so <laughs> she gets on the butt plug. Yep. Flies away. And Faust walks to the site of whatever this uh, Themyscira temple building yep. and uh, summons a, a little portal. And, she, and he talks to the portal. And the portal's got a great voice. Yep. I, <laughs> I'm going to spoil things. Once again, if you are watching this episode while listening to us, don't do that. Finish the episode first. Yeah. Spoilers. This is, in fact, Hades. And I called him John Reese Hades in my notes. Yes, it's our <laughs> wonderful friend. He's back. Oh, he's so good. He, just the, one of the most charming voice. Have you seen the trailer for the new Indiana Jones? I have not. 
He's in it. All right. I don't know if it's going to be any good, but, you know, John Reese davis is in it. uh, It would not be the first thing that John Reese davis is the best part of and only good part of. Yeah. So, you know. You know, he's got... He's got that, that charisma, that charm that everybody enjoys. I watched way more sliders than I ever would yes! have. Yes! Yes! <laughs> that show is aggressively average, but goddammit, it's got so much John Reese davies ah, in it. Ah, yes it is. <laughs> Google that one. That's yep. a fun one. Uh, so, so, Hades is like, okay, what's the what's going on? And Faust is like, I'm going to not risk myself. I'm going to have the lady daughter do all the work. Then bring the stones back to us. It's going to be great. Everybody's going to win. And as he's having this conversation, Diana, our Wonder Woman, she's breaking into the Natural History Museum. She's poking around. She's looking at stuff. She sees a certain vase. Hold on. I just put it in my notes. She name drops the artist who created this vase. She pronounces it Menelipe. Okay. That was apparently a mispronunciation because Melanippe is a longtime character in in Wonder Woman comics. She's the lady who trained Wonder Woman to be a real dope oh, Amazon. So okay. nice, nice. Lo- also, one of the named Amazons in actual Greek mythology. Oh. But in this continuity, apparently, she was just really good with pottery. With jar? Because <laughs> Wonder Woman says, oh, hey, good for you. I always said your work belonged in a museum. And I'm make, furiously making notes. How old is Wonder Woman? Because this is from the 6th century BC, mm-hmm. according to the plaque. Mm-hmm. So apparently, we are going by, by live-action Wonder Woman standards where she is thousands of years old. Yeah. And yet acts like a teenager who's afraid she might get grounded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little, uh, don't think about it too hard. Well, yeah, because then diamonds are glowing. Yep. The doohickey's in there. It's time to go complete the Zelda side quest. Break that jar right on open. Pull yeah. out this doohickey. It's fine, except it's not fine, because apparently all of these artifacts are guarded by a temple boss. Yes, the temple boss is a, a statue that wakes up and starts reaching for the object. Wonder Woman actually says to the statue, hey, I need that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Big, more punchings. You know, there's a lot of punching. Yep. Luckily, she's able to hit the uh, the weak point. Yep. That that flashes red and yellow so that yes. you know. That's, that's, that's where you... That's spot. And you attack its weak point for massive damage. <clears throat> and that's the leg. And yep. Once the leg is knocked out, she's pretty much able to take out the rest with good, good old-fashioned punching. Yep. But that's about when Superman shows up and says, hey... You're supposed to be a superhero doing good stuff with us, your friends. Yeah. And you're breaking into museums and stealing stuff. What gives? Right? Yeah. Well. <laughs> okay, so long story short, I'm, I'm on a Zelda quest. You're going to be a dick about it or are you going to help me? And she did also ask Batman to do a little research on Faust. That's true. Yeah, so, Batman. Uh, it's interesting to note that the... The first Superman has to come looking for her before she'll ask for help. Ah, yeah. She goes straight for Bat- Batman's a cool guy. He's a I good be- detective. I bet he'll do some detective work for me. And he did. He does. He's doing research on Faust. He's he's sneaking around doing stuff. But meanwhile, Wonder Woman is is talking to to JJ and the Flash and and Superman saying, "Hey, you want you want to help me do a Zelda side quest, guys? Sure. Let's do it. Let's Let- let's split up, gang." Let's go to the one that looks like the Mesoamerican area. 
Yup. So, <laughs> Soup yep. pyramid. Yup. Uh, Flash and JJ head to this stepped pyramid, and yeah, I'm I'm not sure if they they never say a location. It's in a jungle type area. I'm assuming Mesoamerica, Central There's America, some made up land in the uh, rainforest that DC Comics has. Yeah, probably some yeah. fictional country. Yeah. I I didn't Google that one. Yeah. I did all the I did all the ancient Greek research. I'm I'm only one man. That's right. Well, there's no time to judge on that because there's boss fights. There is boss fights. Uh, Flash has to zippy zap into the temple. He speed runs that shit. He's been looking looking at those good Zelda speed run yeah. strats. Yeah, he gets in and out with with the little MacGuffin object, and he's being kind of smug with Martian with Martian Manhunter with JJ. JJ says, no, look behind you, Goofus. You, you, you aggroed the boss, who's a big snake. Big snake. Flash has to run around the snake. Oh, and the snake can shoot fire out of its mouth. Yep, shoots fire at, at JJ. And JJ, you know, he's usually real strong. Fire spooks him real bad. Yes. Which is one of his few weaknesses in the comics. It is true. Uh, and Flash is uh, running around the snake. Luckily, he's able to get the snake tied up in a knot. Yep, because it's a snake. It's it's true. He first does the little helicopter arms thing to to shoot its <laughs> oh, fire back right. at its own face. <laughs> yeah, and then when the snake tries to chase him with bitings, he yeah, like you say, uses his flash zippy zaps and tricks the snake into tying itself into a knot. Yeah, and uh, so JJ does wake up and and gets the last punch in. But because of this and because of something else that's going to happen later, I think Flash could have handled this snake solo. JJ, you're you're getting the participation ah, he award. Gets it. I was wondering who you were gonna give it to. <laughs> Look, I have one job on this lousy ship. It's stupid, but I'm gonna do it. Okay? This episode, and I'll I'll bring it up again later, there's in the second part, there's there's Another pretty good, like, J.J., what are you even doing? <laughs> he does punch the snake, though, real hard in the face. It's it's true. Knockout punch. It's true. I still think Flash could have taken Probably. it. Probably. Yep. But it's comical because, you know, after all of this Flash bang, whip pow, it takes one punch. Yep. Knock that snake out. Yep. And we cut over to, to Superman and Wonder Woman. They went the other way. They're looking for the other MacGuffin. And it winds up being buried underneath a shopping mall for some reason. Yeah. To give Wonder Woman a chance to kind of like say, consumerism's stupid, right? I'm a fish out of water in modern society. <laughs> yeah. Women oh. wear dresses. What's up with that? You know what sucks is now we're going to be like, malls? <laughs> yeah. You guys went to big places to go into little stores? Oh, okay, so imagine yes. if you, to any children in the audience, <laughs> imagine if instead of going to Amazon on your computer, you had to go into a physical place, and instead of scrolling through long pages and searching for things, you had to physically search for things. But then when you did, instead of waiting for the Amazon drone to come bring it to you, it was just right there, and you could just have it. I mean, you have to pay money for it still. Yeah, oh yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah, otherwise that would be thievery, and we don't condone no, that. No, But well, Also, when you're a teenager, it's a good place to take a date. It's it's true. You get a terrible subpar pizza. Uh-huh. <laughs> you hold hands while you go into Hot Topic. Yeah. You uh, you can buy very overpriced t-shirts with uh, popular name brands on them. Optimus Prime? Do, do you like... Things that you barely remember that your older brothers and or sisters and or let's get real fathers might have liked back yeah, in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Invader Zim? Sure. So, so much Zim. Do you remember Mask? 
Vaguely. Cars that like transformed into other like futuristic yeah. looking cars and each character had like a helmet and the helmet would do some kind of particular thing. I think that's one of those things that was not actually before my time, but I was on the military base in Germany at the time, so I sort of missed out on it because we didn't get American TV. Yeah. But yes, I know of Mass. Okay. I had heard they were trying to bring that back. I was like, oh boy, oh. you're digging into that toy chest, aren't oh, you? Oh man. <laughs> it's, it's only... <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Pretty soon, pretty soon, buddy, they're going to be scraping the bottom of that barrel so hard, it's going to be Mummies Alive Ah, uh, yes! Rebooting Mummies Alive! I believe you, if, with good writers, anything is possible. <laughs> not that they, not that they have good writers no, for Mummies Alive. It, yeah, that's that's for future yep. screenwriters. I, I think we've got three, four years max before we're down to yeah, Mummies Alive. It might be. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, Wonder Woman sees Superman as a monster. Yep, they, they, they get... In the middle of this mall, in the middle of, I don't know, Nebraska or someplace, they, they find the artifact, but it's booby-trapped with a big flash of light that makes Superman and Wonder Woman hallucinate and see each other as monsters, so they have more punchings. Now this is where I kind of checked out. Yeah. Uh, but the fight, she sees a reflection, and then in the reflection, it's Superman, and the fight basically ends. But your, your typical punch hard, yep. it felt like padding. It, yeah, it really sort of did. Through the building wall. Through the building wall. Through yep. the building wall. You know. Yeah, they eventually, after after a certain amount of punching, yeah, Superman catches Wonder Woman's reflection in a in a mall fountain or something and realizes what's going on. And then he has to try to, like, get the fight into a dressing room where there are mirrors that he can point and say, Look! No, look at that, though! And Wonder Woman does. And that then the spell is broken for her, too. Yeah. And so everybody's beating their bosses. Yep. It's time to get together and put all the pieces together. And this is when they meet back up with Flash and JJ. And Batman's been doing all that good investigation. Yeah. He, he turned up Felix Faust's apartment. Yes. The apartment. He used to be an archaeologist. Yep. Uh, but then he went mad. He decided to be evil for a change. <laughs> it's like every Batman villain you've ever heard of. The, yep. The university kicked him out. <laughs> and so he swore revenge yep. by becoming a magician. Yep. Because apparently that's a thing you can just decide to do. Yeah. And uh, you research the dark arts. And much like, you know, Faustus, the classic literary character... This is basically just him transplanted into the DC universe. But, uh, yep, he, all he wants is ultimate knowledge. And right around this time, I'm, I'm typing in my notes, this would be a really good time for Batman to consult Jason Blood or, oh, yeah. or Superman to, to yeah. call Dr. Fate. Right. We've, we've got guys. Constantine? That we go to. Yeah. Well, I mean, Constantine is, uh, has not been been established in this continuity but Jason Blood oh, yeah. and Dr. Fate both have That's true, yeah. But they're not in this they're they're off having a, a foursome with uh with Green Lantern and Hawkgirl who also don't appear in this episode. That's, yeah. <laughs> it's they're on vacation, damn sure, it. Don't yeah. worry about it. Everybody needs a sick day. Yep. Uh, Batman has turned up the fact that uh Somehow in his research has turned up the fact that Faust has been known to talk about what if what if we went to Tartarus? What if, what if what if that was where the portal went to? Well, that would mean that Faust is a friend of Hades. Yes, 
Wonder Woman, tell us all about Hades with maybe like a, a 2D animated as though it were painted on pottery. Like Hercules, the Disney animated movie. Yeah, or or the best part of the Patty Jenkins movie. Uh, so basically, long, long time ago, yep. Hades and uh, Wonder Woman's mom were besties. Yep, what I want you to do is is just remember everything you learned about Greek mythology back in the day in, in, in primary school and throw it all out the window because we're replacing it with Judeo-Christian mythology where Hades is basically Satan. He's smooching. Yep. They're smooching each other. They love it. And, uh, but... But the gods decided to have big war with the Titans. Yeah, and, and so... Liam Neeson was there. You probably saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Hades said, hey, I got an idea. What if... What's the idea? What Tell we, us, Hades. I was going to say, what if we just, like, sneak in the Titans and we just take control? That sounds like a great idea. Except it's not, because they lose. Yeah. And Hades gets punished for being a big jerk and siding with the Titans over the gods. Yeah, and he goes down into hell. Yup. And, but we can't say hell because it's network TV. So hold on, let me just do a little Control F Finder. Tartarus. 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 Totally different. Except it's all flames and dead people. It's it's basically hell. And they close the gate. Yep. And Wonder Woman's mom is forever entrusted with the key. Yep. For for, for also being a part of this coup. Yep. So she has to guard the key, but she didn't do a good job of it because Faust got the part that she was guarding. And our Justice League pals got the other parts. All right, so we gotta go and try to get Faust to unfreeze to un to to get all the Amazons unstoned because they gotta go to work tomorrow. Yeah, yes. And this is <laughs> look, look. This is not gonna. They are so stoned. This is not just gonna wear off no, by tomorrow. No, no. They're gonna need to drink some cranberry juice. Yeah. And and just take a nap. But only if Faust helps them. Otherwise, they're just going to be permastone. Yeah. And they, they got shit to do. So. So, back to the island. What are we going to do? Yes. Wonder Woman goes, shows the doohickey, all completed. Faust says, great, bring it to me. But first, you unstone my mom and all the rest. Faust says, okay, I'll unstone your mom. But you give me the goods before the rest. Okay. Unstone your mom. Boom. Hands the thing to uh, Faust. Yep. Faust is real happy about it, but the Flash shows up. Yep, because Faust was holding up the amulet, getting ready to, to permastone Mom and Wonder Woman, but Flash goes real fast and snatches it out of his hand before he can do it. Yeah. Yeah. So now we get uh, basically another fight scene. The whole crew's there. Yep. Faust is shooting magic lightning at everybody and it's big punchings, big dodging of magical laser beams, practical upshot. Is okay, alright, but this is this is where JJ really earns his participation award. Cause Faust summons vine monsters oh, in this fight. Right. And JJ the whole everybody gets gets picked up by these vine monsters. The thing is, I'll buy that everybody else gets captured by vine monsters. JJ can phase through shit. Yeah. And he's captured right with everybody else. Unless you think, well, I mean, it's magic. Maybe his phasing shit doesn't work against magic. Earlier in this same fight, he phases right through one of Faust's magic That's bolts. That's right, yeah. JJ, what are you, what are you, you're, you're barely even Gosh. participating, JJ. You're lucky I give you this participation award. Yeah, we just like, some ah. bitch. But we can't stay mad at you, JJ. Yeah, we love JJ. Rascal. He's a good boy. So, so Faust, he's got... Uh, the upper hand. Yes. He's got the mom. Yep. And he's like, I'm going to disappear. And smoke bomb, disappear, teleport out of there. 
Yep, Wonder Woman says, okay, well, there's only one place he could be going if he's trying to let Hades out. The big portal where, to where Hades lives. Let me show you guys. Yeah. See this whole big, ruined, on-fire Greek city around you? What if there was a place like that, but underground? <laughs> That's where we're going. <laughs> so down into the basement they go to the even creepier version. Yep. Uh, there is spooky stuff galore. They find the mom. She's been tied up. Yep. And Faust is going to open up with that portal. And he does it. Portal opens up. And Hades comes strutting out with his sexy John Reese davis voice. Yeah. Says, hey, hey, how's it going, everybody? I'm a oop. He's, he's very, like, generic Dark Lord, black spiky armor with this, like, bull's horn helmet. But he takes the helmet off. And he says, what if I was just Xanatos from Gargoyles? He looks like a very handsome, dashing, evil man. Yeah, he's got a goatee, so you know he's evil. He's evil, but still handsome. In, in a mirror universe, there's a clean-shaven version of him who's just the coolest guy. So, But in our universe, he's got a goatee and he's evil. Yes. Yes. Now, Faust is like, hey, I did what I was supposed to do. Give me my present. And, uh, and and uh, Hades says, you got it. All the knowledge in the cosmos or whatever. Yep. He Faust's... His demand in order to play along and be Hades' stooge was, I want ultimate knowledge. Hades pokes him on the forehead and says, well, ultimately, the only thing humans will ever know is pain and suffering. So here's a lot of that. Yay! Yay! Faust gets real old and real decrepit. He's not happy. No. Uh, fight ensues. Justice League swoops in. Big punchings. Hades is just no-selling everything they throw at him. Eventually, he decides this is boring. I'm going to summon a bunch of a bunch of zombies. You guys want to fight some zombies? Will that kill, you know, five, ten more minutes? This was Link's favorite part of this. <laughs> <laughs> so he raises the dead, an army of dead. Yep. And uh, there are skeletons with swords and spears and all that good stuff. And one of them has no legs, but is walking on his arms. Yep, with his a, sword in his mouth. My, my son was like, is that a puppy? I'm like, no, it's... Dude's missing legs. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Good for that skeleton. He was putting in the yeah, effort, man. Yeah, man. You think I'm... That's some good mook work. That really... You think I'm showing up to work with no legs? Heck no. no. I'm, I'm taking sick time. But that skeleton, he believes in the cause. And He's he, down for the cause. And he does, does it. Yep. He's... I was about to say he does great. I don't think we see him again. No. So, you know, may, but you know what? He's there. He's putting in the effort. I say we put that guy up for a promotion. Big punch fest. So much punch. Lots of lots of soldiers and, and, and dust and everyone's getting punched in the face. But Faust is still mad and throws a laser bolt. At, at Hades. At Hades. And it makes Hades go like, like uh, I don't know, like he's electrocuted and he loses control of his shape. Turns out he's not really a sexy, handsome guy. I mean, he's that too. But he's also a big, horrible demon man with like a triple snake tongue. Yeah. And by the way, he's going to... Throughout this whole fight, he's getting really close up to Hippolyta, Wonder Woman's mom. Yeah. And just giving off just the rapiest vibes. He is. He really is. He's like, it's so good to see you again. And when he's a demon, he's like putting his tongues all over. Yeah. It's, it's pretty upsetting. It's like, I can't wait till we're alone again. <laughs> Have you missed me? I've thought of you. <laughs> By the way, in actual Greek mythology, this would be Zeus doing this kind of horseshit. <laughs> Hades, say what you will about you know being the lord of the underworld and all the dead people. Just not going around shape-shifting and getting up to naughty shenanigans That's with women. Zeus is a motherfucker, that was, but... 
But you know, hey, yeah. yeah. But tell that to Disney with their crappy Hercules movie, <laughs> where where Zeus and Hera are like this loving couple that are cradling baby Hercules. <laughs> that ain't how it happened. Side note: Did you know that uh, the term adamantum comes from uh, Prometheus Bound? I did not know that. So when Prometheus gives fire to the people and he gets punished for it and he gets yep. tied, the chains are made out of adamantum. Okay. And uh, me and Chad at the same history class at the U of A, we are like, did each other like, that's where it came from. <laughs> did you know that unobtainium is just some bullshit that somebody made that, up? That I had heard okay. as well. Right. Yes, sir. <laughs> You're not wrong. But back to the Justice League. <laughs> Hippolyta had waited for this exact moment to say, oh, by the way, uh, one, one, dearest daughter, Wonder Woman... If you, uh, if you bust up that key, it's going to make real good thing happen. So yeah. maybe you should do that. So she does. She's getting electrocuted. It's got resistance, but she is able to yank that key out. Breaks apart. Yep. And the, the portal reverses. They reverse the polarity. Yes. Should have just done that to I begin with. It, it, it Link thought the same thing. It was... <laughs> they had that portal set to blow. Yeah. And all they had to do was flip the switch. Now yeah, it's set to suck. Reverse the polarity, get the ghost trap going. Yep. And put it back into its stasis chamber. Yep. He just <laughs> gets sucked back in the portal to chill with the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's happy except for Hades. Like turns that green, guy. The trap is clean. There you go. <laughs> and we get our big Star Wars medal ceremony. Yes, they get little uh, leaf uh, yeah. head things. Little laurel crowns. Thank yeah. you. Uh, Flash is is sexually harassing Amazons. Which is fine. They're very patient with his shenanigans, which would obviously get him Me Too'd in our current generation. Uh, But this is 2001, and uh, before the ceremony is over, the mom of Wonder Woman has one last thing to say to her daughter. By the way, thank you for saving us and all your Amazon sisters. That was real good, but men aren't allowed here. You know that. This is a no boys allowed club. You broke the law, and so you have to be banished. This is a a, a very dumb rule, and yep. Flash says this as, like, a lawyer. <laughs> I, I object. Yep. Hey, what if you didn't do that, though, because it's stupid, and she just saved your butts, yeah. and I'm going to say very 90s-sounding words like bogus to describe my negative feelings about this decision, but Wonder Woman says, hey... Is this is my family and my life, and I'm not going to fight this. It's I broke the law. There have to be consequences. I'm gonna get on the jet. And Batman tells Flash, like, "Hey, don't make this harder than it has to be. This is already shitty. Yeah. So just get shut the fuck up and get on the jet." Flash gets on the jet. Everybody shuts the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and thus ends Paradise Lost. Yeah, Kenny, did this episode hold up? You know, I like elements. Yeah, um, yeah. It's well, we'll let science decided, but uh, yeah, there are parts that I found enjoyable, but I, I, I did zone out at that mall part. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I found this a an entirely acceptable 44 minutes of television, but there was nothing like those first couple of episodes, Secret Origins and In Blackest Night. I was pointing out like, okay, you know, this plot's kind of basic, but you see, every scene establishes something about our characters and does. This doesn't really do that. Yeah, the the it's so formulaic, which I'm not saying is a bad thing because that's yeah. how you write a story. But 
you called it beat for beat. It's like, this is the MacGuffin. There are three to find. Yep. It's a three act story. Yep. It's going to be. It's just. Every temple has a boss. Yeah. yeah. Did, did you get the hook shot in this temple? <laughs> maybe try using the hook shot against the boss. Just a, you know, just a thought. Well, maybe we should find out how this movie or episode is. With science. Yay! I'm a disciple of science. Now, where were we? I, I, I recall uh, there was a dog incident. Yes. So we've, we've managed to reverse the Dewclaw situation. So Reginald does have thumbs again. Good. He's also got a muzzle and very bad breath. But you know what? This, he seems happy. I'm happy. My soul's still in a jar. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? It seems happy. And I can't feel anything. Okay. So, let's put our lab coats on. We're going to take the pants off. Woo! <laughs> All right. Going to pull out our master list here. This is still your job, buddy. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> you ready? <clears throat> Born ready. Secret Origins, Murder, She Wrote, and Blackest Night, The Enemy Below, and Justice for All. I'd, I'd like to call... Everybody who's watching the video version, call your attention to the fact that I was drinking water that whole time. <laughs> it was not a ventriloquism trick. That was all Kenny. Which, well, now we got to do that bit at some improv place. <laughs> yeah, Shit, that was... <laughs> There's an improv place in Tucson, right? Yeah, I've been there a couple of times. I, I hope it's still open. Yeah. After the uh, pandemic, I don't know what's still open. Uh, yeah, I'm... I'm I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty Laps. sure it came back. That's what it was called, but it's L A F L A F F S. Yeah. Okay. I might have. I was thinking of Unscrewed Theater. I know they're back. Oh, okay. And that's uh, yeah, that's uh, a a improv comedy troupe that one of my former coworkers, uh, oh, okay. as far as I know, is still there. Uh, but yes. I... All right. And now to our up. list, everybody. Let's do the, <laughs> the science machine. That completes our Tucson lifestyle portion yes. of fat rankings. <laughs> if newspapers were th- were still a thing, we would be uh, you know, writing our lifestyle column Ooh. there, but instead... Neck deep in pussy. Hell yeah. <laughs> How many we got on this list now? Five? All right. Is Paradise Lost better or worse than big number one, Secret Origins? No. Nope. I feel. In fact, I made that direct comparison before the science segment proper, so I think we're both pretty. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think we've covered it. I think we're good. <laughs> Is Paradise Lost better or worse than number three in Blackest Night? Superman or Greenland? No, no. I feel like I kind of <laughs> spoiled the science segment because that was like half our list that yeah. I just tossed off. Like, well, obviously it's not as good as these two, but... <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, but, that's how it is when you first start off. It, yeah, it's true. It's been a while since we've had a list quite this short. It's like, what? <laughs> All right. What about Paradise Lost versus number four, The Enemy Below? Let me go with The Enemy Below is better. Yeah. I mean, he there was an actual sacrifice, loses his hand. I mean, that was kind of a dumb I will leave you in this trap and walk away. But yeah. there was a consequence that happened. Yeah, I mean I guess this one sort of has that too with ah oh, you're banished, but that just feels so arbitrary. She was already not hanging out with him. It's uh, not like it's she missing anything. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean the whole conflict was 
was, I want to leave. No, you have to stay here. Not, all they did was flip it. Yeah. Uh, I want to be able to come visit sometimes. Well, you can't. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. But, I don't know. Mom could still visit her. Email? Yeah. There's probably... As far as I know, there's a whole embassy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so not real you know, big stakes there. Maybe Atlantis is like neutral ground between the island world and the surface world. Like, you want to... You know, it's, it's like how... One person's in, in Chicago and the other person's in New York, so they meet up in some yeah. shit town halfway between. Yeah. I think that's that's like Atlantis. I, I, I bet Mama Woman and, and Wonder Woman have like just a standing coffee date. I hate the food here so much. I, so goddamn much. I, well, you know, we could we could eat at the at the night at the Greek place with the good pitas if you would just unbanish me. Never Texas. You let penis people on our island. Yes. <laughs> People with men parts. <laughs> well, Kenny, in that case, we've got but one decision left to make. Is Paradise Lost better or worse than number five, Injustice for All? That had Clancy Brown. I mean, this had John Reese davies That was pretty scattered, though, with all the villains. Yeah, that was just... Like I, I barely bothered. We we flew through every action scene and like half the plot because, on the one hand, so many things happened, but on the same thing, on the same hand, nothing happened. Yeah. With with this one, I was actually able to point out the individual things. Like that whole thing with JJ didn't make sense, but that's because there was just one thing that didn't make sense yeah. with Injustice <laughs> for All. It would have taken it. Would have been a three-hour podcast yeah. pointing out all the like. Would the Cheeto Lady really make out with Batman? Yeah. And then every would they really get in a fight over a salary dispute yeah. in front of Batman? It, does Solomon Grundy is? I'm, I'm doing like the Andy Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If Andy Rooney. He's gone now, right? I, I, that, I, I think so. I think so. Okay. Brainiac, is Andy Rooney still with us? <laughs> okay, all right. We gotta we gotta record this next part twice. Okay. Assuming he's still with us. Oh well, that's great. Well, then we should that's get on the awesome. horn with him and tell him, please, please join our podcast. We want the Andy Rooney take on on the DCAU. Okay, now, all right, all right, all right. Now, in the event that he's that he's passed. Oh, oh, shitty. That's unfortunate. Damn. Well, next time we get a hold of Lord uh, Satan, we'll ask if he can bring him back to be on our podcast. Yeah. Just like, like sort of like a prison furlough yeah, program, yeah, but just sure. I'm assuming Andy Rooney went to hell. <laughs> now I'm going to feel really bad if he actually is. <laughs> what did he do? I don't what did know. he possibly do so bad? As far as I... <laughs> I'm so sorry. I have never heard a bad word against Andy Rooney. He must... Well... But he might be history's greatest monster. That wouldn't surprise me either. (laughs) Okay, all right. Okay, all right. We got to split the timeline again. All right. Okay. Here's our take if it turns out Andy Rooney was actually a saint. Okay. I'm so sorry. I apologize to the family of Andy Rooney. I apologize. I besmirched his memory. That great man. I'm so sorry. Thankful. All right, okay, all right, right, and reset. Now, if Andy Rooney was history's greatest monster, 
You know I what? fucking knew it. I'm not sorry. Uh, I did my research, and what he, he did uh, is unforgivable. He put it there? He is never welcome on our podcast, of dead God. or alive. All right, I think okay, we've covered all nice. our bases. Good all job. Right. All right. Nice. All right, so let's see what we're doing <laughs> next week. I didn't look, did you? Uh, no, I didn't either. Oh, by the way, that does... Um, yeah, it's at the wait, bottom. Wait, it is at the bottom. Wait, we said Injustice for All was better? I think no, I Justice for All is not better. So okay, it's all right. I not at the bottom. All right, sorry. We we, we, we got sidetracked. Urgh. I don't know how. We were just talking about Andy Rooney, which is a simple yes. conversation that can only go one way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We all know what the deal is with Andy Rooney. Yeah. And I don't know why we're still talking about it. Yeah. I'm marking it down. We've got it. It's our new number Number five. 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 Paradise Lost, just below the enemy below, and just above Injustice for All. Okay. All right. We're po- we're professionals. Yeah. We are podcasters and scientists. We haven't done this in two weeks, so we just... It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, That's it's been another one of those. Yeah. <laughs> we used to be able to say, well, you know what? We'll do better next, next time, yeah. but we no longer do these in batches. They're just going to get worse, people. Oh, strap in, motherfuckers. <laughs> Well, let's see what we're strapping in for next week. Okay. What you strapping on? Um, I don't want to get it wrong again like I did with this one. It, uh, just. But the problem is when I when I Google Justice League, all that comes up is that shitty Jack. We haven't done a hot girl episode. Yet. We haven't. Hot girl? Um, I think this is more dark side. God damn it! All right. I, well, he's fun too. Or maybe no. No, I think this is Discount Dark Side, or Mongol as he's called. Okay. Yeah, he's kind of a shitty alien warlord who wishes he were Dark Side, but he's not. Okay. But that's my recollection. Maybe he's awesome. Maybe he's even better than Dark Side. Could be a fun one. We he don't know. Could be great. Yeah. We'll find out next week. In the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me at Weiski TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can find me at Twitch.tv/BenCreighton. Uh. You can also find the two of us right here at anchor.fm slash batrankings. You can pledge one, five, or ten dollars a month. You can subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. You can leave us a voice message telling us what you think of OnlyFans. Yeah! That episode just came out the other day. Turns out, people aren't fans. Okay. Apparently they're evil, but I didn't get any specifics. What specifically is evil about OnlyFans? Yeah, I don't... We need to know. We don't... You're sure? Yeah, I need to know what I'm objecting to. <laughs> or not, if it's great... Just like with Andy Rooney. Yeah, who may or may not be history's greatest sinner. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye! Controversies. Rooney made a number of comments which elicited strong reactions from fans and producers alike. Comments on race. In February 1990, CBS's 60 Minutes suspended Rooney for three months after it was alleged that he had suggested that black people were less intelligent because they watered down their genes. After the program's ratings dropped significantly, Rooney was let back on in March. Rooney vehemently disputed this in a 1999 interview, claiming he was instead referring to lower-income people more broadly. Rooney wrote a column in 1992 that posited that it was silly for Native Americans to complain about team names like the Redskins, in which he wrote in part, the real problem is, we took the country away from the Indians, they want it back and we're not going to give it to them. 
we feel guilty and will do what we can for them within reason, but they can't have their country back. Next question. After receiving many letters from Native Americans he wrote, when so many people complain about one thing, you have to assume you may have been wrong. In a 2007 column for Tribune Media Services, he wrote, I know all about Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig, but today's baseball stars are all guys named Rodriguez to me. Rooney later commented, yeah, I probably shouldn't have said it, but it's a name that seems common in baseball now. I certainly didn't think of it in any derogatory sense. In the 1940s, Rooney was arrested after sitting in the back of a racially segregated bus in protest against such segregation. Also, in 2008, when Barack Obama was elected President of the United States, Rooney applauded the fact that the citizens of this country, 80% of whom are white, freely chose to elect a black man as their leader simply because they thought he was the best choice. He said that it made him proud, and that it proved that the country had come a long way a good way. Comments on Same-Sex Unions In 1990, Rooney was suspended without pay for three months by then-CBS News President David Burke. Because of the negative publicity around his saying that too much alcohol, too much food, drugs, homosexual unions, cigarettes are all known to lead to premature death. He wrote an explanatory letter to a gay organization after being ordered not to do so. After only four weeks without Rooney, 60 Minutes lost 20% of its audience. CBS management then decided that it was in the best interest of the network to have Rooney return immediately. After Rooney's reinstatement, he made his remorse public. There was never a writer who didn't hope that in some small way he was doing good with the words he put down on paper, and while I know it's presumptuous, I've always had in my mind that I was doing some little bit of good. Now, I was to be known for having done, not good, but bad. I'd be known for the rest of my life as a racist bigot and as someone who had made life a little more difficult for homosexuals. I felt terrible about that and I've learned a lot. Andy Rooney, Years of Minutes Remarks on Kurt Cobain's Suicide in a 1994 segment, Rooney attracted controversy with his remarks on Kurt Cobain's suicide. He expressed his dismay that the death of Richard Nixon was overshadowed by Cobain's suicide, stating that he had never heard of Cobain or his band, Nirvana. He went on to say that Cobain's suicide made him angry. A lot of people would like to have the years left that he threw away, Rooney said. What's all this nonsense about how terrible life is? He asked, adding rhetorically to a young woman who had wept at the suicide, I'd love to relieve the pain you're going through by switching my age for yours. In addition, he asked what would all these young people be doing if they had real problems like a depression, World War II, or Vietnam. And commented, if Cobain applied the same brain to his music that he applied to his drug-infested life, it's reasonable to think that his music may not have made much sense, either. On the following Sunday's show, he apologized on the air, saying he should have taken Cobain's depression into account. He also read only critical feedback from listeners without interjecting any commentary of his own.